Hey everybody, it's Doug Schaff with 3MAX Oceanside at MakeManYourHome.com. Today we're going to talk about how to buy land. You know, if you're out there looking around, you just can't find what you want, and you decide that, hey, I want to build my own dream house, buying land is the first step. So let's talk about how to buy land. Let's do this. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for watching today. And of course, remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel. But uh, today we are going to talk about how to buy land. And there's a couple points that I put down here on my notes. Most importantly, it's really about, you know, you're going to be able to build your dream house. You know, I sometimes get clients that are looking around. We look at every house on the market in their price range and we just can't find what they want. Or sometimes people call me and they just want to build because it's like, look, I know I'm not going to get what I want. So I got to, you know, I got to build my own house. And there's a lot of benefits to that when you do new construction. You know, you get what you want, of course. You can design it. You can get everything that you've ever wanted in a house. So it ends up being your dream home. It's also a lot less maintenance when you have a brand new house. But in order to build that dream house, the first thing you got to concentrate on is finding the right piece of land and, and how to buy it. So we're going to chat about that real quick. The good thing about land is obviously it's a lot less expensive than, you know, a house. Um, but of course, you always got to make sure you kind of, you know, have an idea of what it's going to cost to build your dream house. Probably a good step before you go out and buy your land is sit down with a couple builders and kind of figure out who you want to work with and get an idea for what type of house you want, things like that. I always recommend trying to choose a builder, you know, that you're comfortable with if you're going to go out and, and really kind of hone in on an exact piece of property. And uh, and there's a few ways to accomplish the end goal, you know, as far as getting your dream house built. Like sometimes the builder will kind of step up and help you find that land and actually purchase the land for you and then, uh, you know, build the house and then you can close all at once. Another way is for you to go out and find your own land and then use the builder to build it and you get a construction loan and I won't go into too many of those details, but we might make some more videos about it. So stay tuned. Either way, when you're looking at land, first thing, just like anything, is you want to know what location you want to be in. You're going to need to know how much land you need. If you're building a house um, in an area or a town that you want to build in, and you're going to need a septic system, you need a certain amount of land to be able to put that septic system in. So you're going to want to be at least a little bit educated on how much land you're going to need. If you're thinking, geez, I just want to, all I want is a half an acre or something like that. Well, maybe the town that you live in, you know, if you need a septic system, it might be a requirement to have two acres, you know, to accommodate that, that type of septic system. So you're going to want to know how big of a piece of land you need. You know, if you're in, in, a, in a city location or in like, you know, South Portland, Portland, you know, a lot of these lots are, are much smaller, quarter acre, you know, even less, uh, but you can still do it. But they also have public sewer and public water there. So a few notes or a few bullet points, though, when you hone in on your land and what you're looking at, there's a couple key things that, you know, a lot of people just don't know what to look for. The first one I wrote down here is your survey. A survey is you're going to hire a surveyor or oftentimes the survey has already been done by the person that's actually selling the land. They should supply this to you. And basically what it is, it's a piece of paper that has all the lot lines mapped out so you can see exactly what it is. You can see how much road frontage you have, if it's on the waterfront, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to give you your boundary lines. And that's what a survey is. It's also a lot of surveys can show you like topographical maps and things like that, depending on how robust the survey is. But obviously you're going to want some sort of survey 
so you know exactly where your property lines are and also what the setbacks are. So I guess another bullet point here is I kind of know what the code enforcement officer in any given town would tell you regarding setbacks. And when I say setbacks, that just means like you got your property lines and then the town is going to say you can't build within 10 feet of that property line. So the setback is that 10 foot you know, margin there. A lot of surveys will have that marked out and they'll have on the survey what they call a building envelope, which will show you the area of land that you can build in. And that, that's obviously good to know, depending on the size of house that you want to do and all that stuff. So the first thing, or first couple things, is to make sure you got a survey, make sure you know your code a little bit and all that kind of stuff. The other piece is what they call a wetland delineation. Now, wetlands are everywhere, you know, especially here in Maine. There's a lot of groundwater and there's a lot of areas that have just like wetland, wetlands. And a wetland delineation is different from a survey. It's, a, you know, somebody will come out and evaluate the wetlands and they will be able to tell you and bring that information onto the survey. So then it'll show you exactly where the wetlands are. Because remember, I told you about setbacks just a minute ago. There are going to be setbacks off of those wetland areas, which could make your building envelope smaller. If you're looking at a piece of land and you're walking through the land going, wow, this is great. Hey, look at this. And all of a sudden you start stepping in a lot of puddles and you don't have a wetland delineation. You're going to want to make sure that you get that done because you don't want to buy a piece of land and be stuck not being able to build because of that. Those are a couple things. Survey wetlands, know your codes. Um, and then like uh, like driveway, curb cuts. You know, you're going to want to talk with the town and the DEP to see where you can put a driveway. Can you get a driveway? Because they have a lot of restrictions on sight lines. You know, like when you're backing out of your driveway, you need to have a certain amount of feet of vision on each way so you can uh, you know see when you're backing out of your driveway and there's a lot of restrictions on that so you do want to make sure that you uh, look at that and then also road frontage most towns require a certain amount of road frontage per lot a lot of towns are like 100 feet of road frontage you need you know or 200 feet of road frontage but you're going to want to know a little bit about that and then you can look at the survey and the survey will show you how much road frontage there is those are a couple things that you want to be mindful of just going into the process all right the good thing is here in the state of Maine, when you're buying a piece of land, you know, and you make your offer, you know, you, you go and say, hey, I like this piece of land, and you put in your offer, and let's say you get it under contract. In your contract, you're going to have a certain amount of time to really dive in and evaluate the land to make sure it's buildable. And during that time period, you go to the town, you kind of chat with them, make sure that you're going to be able to get all the permits that you want, make sure the wetlands all set, you know, make sure the curb cuts all set, everything that I just talked about, you're going to have time to make sure that's okay. And if any of it's not okay, you can back yourself out of the contract and go find something else. Once you say, hey, this is good, then you can go ahead and buy it and close on the land. The land is yours. That's really the best way to do it is kind of be mindful of all these things I just told you and then put in your offer, get it under contract, and take the time to evaluate all these things. Hopefully this was helpful on how to buy land. If you have any comments, put them below. Send me an email. Remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Always remember, if you're going to make Maine your home, you don't have to do it alone. I'm getting old, I'm getting tired of taking